Hey, what's up? It's Monday night. It's Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman of Tone Talk. It's episode 12, even though it might say episode 11. I don't know. Um, I'll re relabel that, but it's episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're Johnny on the spot here, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I fixed that, but no, no big deal. I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, special night. We wanted to... Uh, Get an ask Dave in, in between guests. So. Yeah, we were, we were having a hard time with the holiday weekend, trying to uh, well, holiday weekend, uh, Father's Day weekend, to try to fit fit in uh, fit in the show. But we we said Monday, Monday it is after you're completely burnt out from the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we go any further, though, let's just mention um, our sponsors of the show: Fix Pedal Boards. And Sweetwater Fix Pedal Boards does all your pedal board accessories. Go to fixpedalboards.com. And Sweetwater has been a longtime sponsor of the show. And we have generally a little link in the um, in the uh, stuff below the video um, for that. And if you haven't, I know some people are going to be watching this. Hit subscribe, please. <laughs> you guys uh, can get notifications of when... Uh, you know, we have shows and stuff like that. So please hit subscribe. Yeah, please do. You'll know when we uh, when we go live and our schedule and stuff like that. Too. Or you know when to avoid us. <laughs> I know. Funny. It depends how you look at it. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you can subscribe. Also, Fix, Fix Pedal Boards has sponsored the uh, alcohol for this evening, which is Classe Zool. Wait, wait. Never know which way to go with no, something in the screen. You know, it's all the opposite. Oh. Classe Azul Reposado Tequila, my favorite. You drink that straight? Absolutely. Yeah. You would never mix this with anything, and I will kill someone that does. <laughs> yeah. I well, I thought well, I saw you sipping it. So no, yeah, it's just a it's a sipper. It's a really caramely, lovely tasting tequila. So you don't you don't mix it with anything. I've never. I don't think I've ever had it. It's been a long time since. Very I've smooth. It. I'll have to try it because uh, I think, God, it's been years since I've had tequila, and even then, it wasn't even tequila. I had mezcal. Ah, uh, so well, this is this is really smooth and really just kind of sweet on the note, you know, of it. It's it's Ooh. amazing. Cool. Well, we got a bunch of people watching, and um, <clears throat> let's get, dive right in. Uh, we have we have Tim on here from Fix Pedal Boards. Oh, hey Tim, uh, there he is. Shazam, Shazam, it is. Uh, Tone Dover says, "Dave, I want to give you money." Well, <laughs> it's starting. We want to take it too, but. Yeah. Please make a run 20 variant of the small box with shared EQ, etc., as well as switchable channel channel two from BE to HB. Uh, okay. In the meantime, I'd settle for a BE deluxe synergy module. Oh, that's coming soon. Right? That, the, yeah, that's in that's in the pipeline. Uh the small I would never put the HBE on the small box variant. So uh, you're you're out of luck with that one. Um it's too much gain. <laughs> I know someone will complain about that, but hey. Um, 
that that might happen in the future or there might be essentially what you're describing maybe there might be the jakey lee version 20 watt in the future i don't know yet it's hard to get things manufactured right it's it's hard to manufacture things at the moment a jakey lee uh 20 watt would be very cool yes it would yeah that you would sell a shit ton of those yep hmm maybe it'd have to do it in a different color than red right yeah maybe yeah. maybe it would be purple mm. i don't know does he like purple <laughs> i'll have a drink with him and ask him <laughs> <There you> go. <clears throat> purposeful porpoise what's up sluts what up sluts hey man hope everybody's doing good uh i play music right on i'm glad to catch this live yeah awesome you know we our schedule's all over the place so we'll come up on some days that work out for for people um <clears throat> god uh, i play music too dave i picked up some 6l6 gc tubes at an estate sale but instead of glass they are in metal can you say a few words about tubes, towels, and metal? You know, that's, I don't know the whole background on that, to be honest. Uh, I, I mean, I do know uh, it's it was a shielding thing of sorts. Um, and I do know that it was done at some point. I don't know the background or history of it, but I do know that that is a thing for sure. Uh from what era that was exactly I'm not sure it could have been 50s into 60s maybe era hmm. I, yeah. I i don't know the 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 whole story behind that someone enlighten me if they do know because hmm. i i've never they're very uncommon so uh it's not something that comes across my bench ever you know yeah yeah i'm trying to think of why they that would be was it maybe wartime shielding thing uh, oh yeah it has nothing to do yeah. with material uh no i don't think so it's because it's glass inside it's not metal it's just right. metal covered right the glass yeah or i don't know if instead it was, of the plastic uh, right. yeah i don't know if it acted as a um heat sink I'm not exactly sure okay uh thanks for the question i play music too Zach Baines, I have a made in 1998 Marshall 2203X, and all EL34s run too cold in this amp. Could this amp have originally been designed to run on 5881s or 6550s? It shouldn't matter. Sure. Uh, all you got to do is change a resistor, and then you, you'll be able to bias it up. There's a very good chance that, yeah, it was set up originally for um, 1998. That could have been the era when they were trying to do 5881s. I can't remember when that was exactly. Hmm. It was in the 90s. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, simple. You change a resistor in the bias circuit, you'll get more current. You'll be good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, fixed pedal board says we do risers for all boards, even homemade ones. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, all sorts of little lifts and risers and brackets and power supply brackets and hinged risers, which are kind of really super cool. They got a little 
uh, magnet um, for for the hinge, so you can put it on your board and then put stuff under it, and you can hinge it up if you need to get at it. Super cool. I have to contact him to get a, uh, a rack drawer. That would be cool. You probably just contacted him. Okay, Tim. I'll be in touch. <laughs> uh, Mike Torin. What's up, Mike? Hey, Michael. What's going on? What's the new preamp of the week? <laughs> or amp. Or or some power amp. Yeah, or, or base. base or something. Some, some gear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I know he was doing a build, a guitar build. Um, oh. Recently. Uh, so John DeShane, what's going on? Great to see you guys. Uh, okay. Sean Romes, other than a BE deluxe module, what else is on the horizon for synergy? You know, I can't really say. Yeah. That's more true. stuff, more stuff coming. Some cool stuff. I can tell you that much. <laughs> this comment is sponsored by a sativa. <laughs> oh, I like that. hence there's no <laughs> hence there's no question or comment <laughs> right <laughs> you forgot <laughs> you forgot <laughs> oh that's funny uh okay let me see if i'm i need to i just passed one of these here thoughts on the marshall astoria series by reiner christides <sighs> man um you know i thought they looked kind of cool uh, I have never, ever seen one. Never, never played one. Never saw one. I, I don't think I've even looked at a schematic of one. So I have zero opinion on that. <laughs> I know that they were expensive. They were expensive. Uh, I thought like, they looked kind of cool. They did. Um, the... I, I mean, visually they look cool to me. Um, but other than that, I, I don't really know anything about them. Hmm. They obviously didn't go over very well. No, I don't think they sold many of them. Or mm -hmm. I never saw one in, in any st stores to try. Um, so Chad Hudson has an interesting question. Uh, do you ever compare your penis size to different tubes? <laughs> <laughs> show is going All right, we, we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no comments to be yeah. had there. Chad, just for me reading that, you should send me some money. He um, also is sponsored by Sativa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you should play the guitar. Uh, spend some time playing the guitar. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Daniel Kleplinger. Uh, I have a 58 Gibson Les Paul Jr. and a 64 Champ and amp, uh, original. Sweet, man. Sounds amazing, and it's so simple to turn on and turn up. What are guitars and amps? Uh, why are guitars and amps so technical now? Is it needed? No, no, it's not needed at all. I mean, yes, there's a be there's such a beauty to a Les Paul Junior and a '64 Champ. I mean, you have what a volume knob of the Champ. Um, kind of, I kind of said I always wanted to do an amp that was just like a volume knob. I, I've <laughs> been, I honestly have in my reverb uh, want list, like. 10 different champs tweet champs i've been looking at them all um not not a you know just a reissue or whatever not a you know an old one but Man, I, really I, had, want one. I had a couple uh blackface uh princeton reverbs that came through 
here that I did some work on. And after, man, one of them I was just playing, I'm like, man, this is a good clean sound. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of like, what a perfect size, too. Princeton is just like the most perfect size ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're great. Great little amps. Yeah, I had, super cool. I had a Tweed, a 55, 56. I sold it years ago like an idiot. Um, I, I mean, I, had, I had, used to have a Tweed Champ. They're so awesome. You turn that, it's instant yeah. stones. Yeah, I, you know, I wish I had it now because it'd be worth a lot more money. Yeah, well, they're over three yeah. grand. Yeah, yeah. and and I think that's a little maybe ridiculous. For what it is, yeah. You can just build one. Right. I mean, for the circuit, it's just so such a simple circuit. So easy. Right. So it's like, is it really worth that? You're just paying for the vintage vibe, really. Um, Joe Alba just got the kids to bed. Notice this is on. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect, man. Uh, let's see. Sixth. Yeah, I guess they would be in bed, huh? Yeah, on the, on the East Coast, yeah. Uh, Dave, will there ever be a BE Deluxe combo? Or which oh man, well you know, we could make you one, but are you sure you want to carry something like that around? Man, is that heavy? Uh, a long time ago, I had two twelve uh, BE one hundred combos. Um, sold a few of them. Um, but man, it's it's like ninety pounds or something. Yeah, it's a, it's a beast. Yeah, it's a beast to carry. I mean, and and you know, with that comes the you know open back, closed back thing. So you know, it's an open back cabinet. It's a little different sounding. Um, you know, could it be done? Yeah, it could be done. I, I could I could get some combo boxes made again if there was enough interest. Okay. It like it's like a it's kind of like the Bogner combo. Uh, it's a blues breaker size uh, size cabinet, so it's 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 pretty big. Okay, uh, C Hester, thank you, man. Uh, when are we going to see Freeman shirts? I think you can get them at uh, your buddy in Detroit. Motor City Guitar might still have some um, in Detroit. Uh, I technically have some that I should put up that I haven't. What I really should do is just do a, a, a Teespring site for Friedman, which I've been planning on doing, but I just haven't got around to. Um, and along with everything else that I should get around to. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of make that a priority soon. I can help you on that if you want me to. You might have to. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I've already set up the other one account. You know. Yeah. So. so then it's easy now. Then once you weeded through all the. Uh, yeah, all the other shit. So yeah, I can set up another account and just have it feed to you if you want. So mm -hmm. just have the email go to you. You can authorize it and everything. Um, but uh, we do have Tone Talk T-shirts. We so do. If you, so if you guys see our videos, you'll see our store. There is still the It Depends shirt um, that's available if you want that. And so check out our store for anything you want, Tone Talk. Um, and um, I will say, you know, I actually, not that I'm trying to talk anybody out of it because they are, they really do have good product. They did send me something that was not good for my wife. It actually had some holes in it. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, I contacted them and they had really good customer service and they were like, just send us a picture and we'll send you another one. So, you know, uh, happens. It happens. Exactly. So yeah, happens but, they had, but they had really good service. And so spring is cool. So, um, so definitely check out the shirts. They've been shipping them pretty quickly now since the pandemic has been pretty much over. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, so look out for the, for those shirts. See Hester. Um, let's see. Hey Dave, were you ever able to sit in any of Dan Huff's sessions in the eighties? And if so, can you talk about some of those experience from Colin Larson? Um, Yes. Uh, you know, I actually remember one specific, I mean, I wasn't there for the whole session, but I remember one specific time where we delivered his gear. Cause at that point in time, uh, that's what I was doing. I mean, I was a kid, I was 18 years old and I worked for Andy Brower studio rentals who did Dan's cartage. So, um, yeah, I remember watching Dan at a studio. He was, I have no idea what it was for or what it was. And I remember just sitting there watching him for a second and the producer or engineer, whoever it was, uh, was like playing him down the song and they were asking him for his input. Uh, meaning they didn't have something specific that they wanted him to play. They just wanted him to come up with something. And I watched him like, like, instantaneously on the spot hearing it once come up and play the most perfect part for the song you've ever heard just like mm -hmm. right off the top of your, his head uh and uh, he was a monster like that it was it was great most of those guys that did that kind of stuff back then were like that they, they could just come up with at the drop of a hat come up with a, a part that you know someone would have agonized over trying to figure you know right to write it and they just came up with it right off the top of their head right off you know yeah, yeah. look at her I mean, look at her tim pierce all these people do that yeah if you ever want to i don't know if people have heard the story but look told us and it's kind of the big story in his book also about the song running with the night lionel richie so they were they just played that song for him first time and he runs through the solo and they were recording it and he was just mm -hmm. he was just doing it for his own ear just to run through the song just to hear it and they're like all right that's perfect and he's like what do you mean he's like and they were like no that was great it's done it's done exactly right so you know players like that are just insane um and the question above danek 138 which um any chance of asking dan huff on the show i have tried i haven't reached out to dan huff directly and i don't have his email or anything like that uh but i know a few people who know him or a couple people and just hasn't worked out yet but um i'll keep trying because i'd love to have him on the show yeah i'll see i'll see what i can do also yeah yeah uh shad hudson says the metal tubes are for shielding they are often microphonic so they can suck for guitar amps especially combos well okay. i was right then <laughs> Yeah. Uh, purposeful purpose. Uh, Dave, would it be possible to hijack the tube tremolo circuit in the 62 Stapleton Princeton to use an extra gain stage? I have no idea. I'll have to look. Could be. Okay. Uh, I, I will have to look at what you're even talking about. 
So Stapleton, Princeton. I'm not exactly sure what that reference is exactly, but I've never heard of that. Um, I'm going to look it up. Because why not? Here, uh, 62. If there is an extra tube tube in there for that, then yes. Oh, it's it looks like it's a newer product. Um, Chris Stapleton edition, one by twelve inch uh, tube amp. Oh, yeah. I, I'll have to look it up, man. I I don't know. It's a uh, wow. It's an expensive amp too. I see it from Sweetwater. Um, let's see. Yeah, it, it must be. It's a 12-watt, one-channel, all-tube, one-by-twelve. Brown brown face or, you know, like a looks like a brown-style amp from yeah. Fender. Cool. All right. Yeah, I don't know yet. All right. Well, you'll look it up. And if you want to send Dave an email on that, because uh, I don't to want remind to. remind me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if I can find the schematic of it, so Cody Johns, Dave, have a kitchen sink modded JCM 800 2203. You did back in 09. Wondering if each mod was tweaked to the amp or was just a standard to every amp. Um, no, uh, well, I mean, there is some of it is that's sort of standard, but but generally i listen to the amp after the fact and i might make some changes to the circuit depending on what i'm hearing out of the amp so yes i, I fine-tune the amps generally speaking um so yes they're all a little bit different love my be 100 is it close in design of the sir pt 100 uh, there's some similarities in the drive channels, but you could say that about a lot of amps, you know. Uh, there's there's some similarities. Yeah, but I mean, because to accomplish what Pete wanted, it was similar to what I like, and they kind of come out similar. Cool. Kind of approach slightly different, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey, everybody's got you know their their own product, you know. Um, Sir makes good stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anything guitars and amps, I would buy a gel twenty watt in purple on the same day it came out. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think a lot of people would buy yeah. one of those amps the same day it came out. Yeah, I'd be one of them. I think I, I think that's something that's got to happen. You really need to talk to Jake on that. Yeah, that would be good. Well, no, no, he's open for it. That's, that's oh, yeah? going to be fine, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hey, Jason Tong's in the chat. What's up, Jason? What's happening, man? Thanks Jesus. for fixing up uh, that guy's amp for me. Um, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can't even remember his name right at the moment. <laughs> uh, what's up, Torin? Uh, yeah, and also I would, yeah, I would love to get a, a Jakey e. Lee twenty watt. That would just, just you know, JCM eight hundred style amp would be perfect. Um, let's see where else I'm missing some questions here. Jake from Greta Van Fleet loves his Marshall Astoria. 
Yes, he's one of the few people that I've ever seen use it. Hmm. Uh, I think he uses that, and he uses a Dan Russell Bel- Belchley something bomber 50 or something amp uh, or one of the ones that uh, Dan Russell was the original designer of nailer amps hmm. and um, he's a super good amp tech uh, in Detroit area and he was doing a few amps of his own for a while cool um, let's see Missing something here. Mark Lavinish, thoughts on a Synergy Sin 2 option where we could use both modules at once for wet dry with two different preamps? Well, that's not going to happen, but um, you're going to have to use two Sin 2s to do that. <laughs> so, two Sin 2s with two, yeah, free, with really, two power amps. You, you can't really, the you can't really mod mod it or anything to 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 do that. So, um, but yeah, that that can be cool. You, I mean, I've done rigs like that before, modular rigs where they have two separate preamps, where you know, yes, they did like one side was a certain blend versus versus the other side with another amp. It's super cool. Okay. Uh, Jan equals joint army navy tubes with metal cover. There you go. I knew people would elaborate on on what I didn't know. Hmm. <laughs> I did not know that either. That's what Jan stands for. Joint I knew army. joint army navy. I knew that. Hmm. That I did, I had no clue. Very cool. What Back in the days when stuff were made for the military. Yeah. What is Dave drinking? Oh, Classe Azul. you said that already. Classe Azul tequila. It's Classe Azul? Classe. C-L-A-S-E. Azul. Okay. A-Z-U-L. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the uh, liquor store and check it out. Uh, yeah, you got to be careful where you buy it. It's expensive. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the cheapest price you're going to find is like $160. Yeah, that's that's out of my range <laughs> <laughs> for alcohol. No, yeah, okay. and 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 the thing is, the thing is, if you just go to the store at the corner and try to get it, it might be two hundred and fifty dollars. You you have to go to like a Total Wine or more or, or a Bevmo like, or something like that to get it at a decent price, a good wholesale price. Huh. It used it used to be like one hundred and twenty dollars, but since the pandemic, it's gone up. Like everything else. Yes. Uh, Purposeful Porpoise, I think I got your super chat. Um, Don't tread on me, 01. Build us a Friedman champ, but spell it differently, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm probably not going to build a champ for you. Sorry. (laughs) Like if you were going to buy a reissue champ, or, you know, not just necessarily from Fender, but a champ from somebody. Who would you buy it from? I don't think I'd buy a champ. Well, I mean, saying... I, I would I, buy... The actually, build one? Well, you could do that. But actually, what's better, I think, or what's cooler is the... Um, 
the Fend Fend. I don't know if they still make it. Actually, Fender Blues Junior. Hmm. It was a two EL eighty four Fender amp with a one ten inch speaker, and it had a volume and a tone, and it was a great little amp. Can do so much with it. Hmm. Sounds okay. cool, cranked up. Sounds cool. It's a, just a little more useful. It's a little louder. It's a just a little, a little more headroom. Right. I don't know. I just got in my head. I want a champ. <laughs> don't listen to me then. All right. No, I mean, I, I had a blues junior years ago though. So with um, the volume and tone, I don't know which one it was, honestly. Well, the blues, I think it's blues junior. That was the volume and tone. you know what? I got to look that up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could be wrong with what I'm saying. <clears throat> wondering what it is as well. Um, no, wait, it's not a blues junior. It's, uh, no, sorry, not a blues junior. It's a, what the hell was it? Hmm. Uh, I'll figure it out. (laughs) Okay. All right. Nope. That a hot rod? Was it a hot, a, hot, a hot rod deluxe or one of those hot no, rods? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I would never recommend that for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay. We got a bunch of super chats here. Uh, before I get to there, question for Dave. Is there a point in buying old amps anymore? Can they be 100% recreated with modern parts or is it circuit is greater than parts? Um, I believe they can be 100% recreated with modern parts, but you got to have someone recreating it that knows how to make it sound like the old one. So, uh, yes and no. <laughs> and, and sometimes the old ones have a little more, you know, mojo and stuff. But you can you can do it. You can make it sound the same. The Sir Ombre, I have that amp. It's it's great, great amp. Yeah, it sounds great, cranked up too. Um, John Pearson, thanks for the super chat. I don't know if I see it though. Did I miss it, John? Dave, do you know? I don't know. And uh, I I just look. I'm looking for something. All right. Dylan Croft, love the show. Cathode bias question. 5E3 tweed deluxe kit, groove tubes replacement, plate dissipation is average of 8.8 watts, which is about 63% of 14 watts. Safe, healthy for amp with such low value? Okay. Cathode bias question. 5E3 deluxe kit, groove tubes replacement. Uh, plate dissipation average eight point eight watts with seventy percent fourteen watts. Safe and healthy for an amp with such a low value. That's beyond mine. I mean, eight point eight. I mean, uh, essentially. Well, you can change the cathode resistor to to get more out of it. And run it hotter, uh, probably better. 
8.8 seems a little low to me. Hmm. What was an original? Uh, I'd have to look myself. Okay. Uh, Joe Alba. Happy fo- post-Father's Day all. Dave, thank you, by the way. Same thank you. you. Uh, Dave, I tried Abalor Abunda Alba Scotch this weekend. And if you haven't tried it, I think you'd love it. A little angry, but delicious. Hmm. Never heard of it, but that doesn't mean anything. Oh, my eye is tearing. I feel like I'm crying. Um, I will try it, or maybe I'll look for it. Ambalor Abunda. Alba Scotch. Hmm. Is there a link to buy Tone Talk merch? Yeah, um... Barry, actually, if you go below in any of our videos, uh, there should be pictures of our merchandise. So, and you just click on one of those, and then you could actually go to the store. So, I believe that's how you can do it. If you can't, uh, send me a message, let me know. John DeShane, thank you. Dave, best uh, big box delay for my. Uh, BE100 Deluxe DD500 Timeline. Uh, watched Ask Dave Delay episode. Just looking for your specific suggestions for the BE. Personally, personally, I love the DD500 because I think it can do just about anything and it sounds really good. Uh, the vintage digital is sort of the, the SDE 3000 and that's great. Um, I personally find it, Pete Thorne and I disagree on this, but I personally find it extremely easy to use if you are ever uh, extremely easy to use, more so than most things, Um, because it's just a menu. You know, it's just a menu that you just scroll down the menu and you can edit whatever you want in the menu. Uh, That, for me, is very intuitive to me. uh the the timeline is also a great delay um it depends on what you, what you want to again it depends it depends on what you want to do with your delay and what mark's holding up too is also a cool delay that we we have tried out we like it's the uh, amplitude i like this uh, a lot delay it's it, it it sounds really good the delays really get out of the way they're really kind of ambient sounding. I, I think they're pretty cool. But what the, distinctly, what do you want to do with the delay? If you want it to sound like, you know, uh, you know, delays of yesterday, then probably the DD500 is what you want. If you want more modulated and colored delays and and more of that kind of vibe, maybe the timeline might be better. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have a I have a DD five hundred running through my BE one hundred. Yeah, so. it's it's great. It work. It it. Here's the thing, the boss stuff, it just works. It works well. It it doesn't fail. It doesn't seem to break. It it. I mean, it's always a running joke with doing rigs, and it's like we see a bunch of boss pedals. Me and the guy that do the rigs here, Jamie, we're just like, well, it's going to work. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> it's going to work well. Exactly. Uh, sometimes when you get all these weird, like, little pedals that everyone's building and stuff, over, uh, you know, sometimes they have little design flaws and things that pop up in rig building over the years. That won't happen with a Boss product. Right. Uh, Surfer Boy, what hair gel do you guys use? <laughs> um, the cheapest kind my wife buys. I, I use Layrite Superhold. Wow, you even have a specific brand. I have oh, no, yeah. idea. I have no idea what I use. I use that all the time. Layrite Superhold. Yep, Layrite is a, a brand name. You can get it on Amazon, or you can get it through whatever. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Any hey Dave from Robert Plum. Any chance you would know why my Silver Jubilee the EQ actually works unlike any other Marshalls? I've had kind of dumb questions, but I'm curious. That whole circuit in the Jubilee is kind of a wacky, wacky thing. Uh, uh, I'm not staring at the schematic right at the moment because I generally don't try to analyze the Jubilee that much. Uh, the Jubilee is just sort of what it does. It does a great... Um, it's like it does a great kind of mid gain. Turn it up loud. You got to turn it up kind of loud to even get it to sound like anything. Really, I think it does that slash thing really well. You know, it does it does it great. Um, the EQ is a little odd for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, why? Uh, you know what? I have to look at it again to to see what they were doing. There is something different about it. And I just can't I have too many things swimming around in my head <laughs> <laughs> to remember off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, Steve Gow or go, will you be including IRs on your amps? Mm. Well, um, right now to try to do that is really hard because there's this chip shortage and everything. So right this second, maybe not in the future. There might be some with it, yes. And there's another product that will be coming out shortly, kind of a big product that will have something like that included. Cool. Uh, is it the reissue Princeton from Fender? No. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Hey, Dave, any news about the tube shortage or other tubes you guys are looking at currently? We're good. Um, we contracted a long time. We started looking into tube issues and shortages of stuff when even before the, the, the war, because we were having a hard time getting some things, you know, just like getting them consistently, because we make a lot of amps, you know? And so when, what might, a hundred tubes might be a lot to some smaller vendor, but to us, I mean, that I literally, there, I might go through, um, like in one testing day, I potentially could go through 200 preamp tubes. So wow. meaning, 
Meaning like if I have to put preamp tubes in, say, just the first slots, let's say premium selected uh, low microphonic preamp tubes in the in the first slots, or maybe some amps have two, two, two slots, I might go through a box of 200 tubes in one testing session. To get how many amps? Well, that's probably uh, 100 to... 150 amps and you would go through a box of 200 so that's not that bad not that many rejects one week yeah yeah no i mean like no i mean this is like for instance like right now so we've been using um we have now boutique branded uh ps vein tubes that we use um so mm -hmm. the eel uh we're using those mostly but the preamp tubes sound great, but there's some issues in the first slots. So we've been still using EH7025s in the first slot at a very premium high dollar amount. And those will go through, you know, like 200 at a clip, you know, 200 at a test, one testing, you know. Yeah, that's a lot of tubes. And that's four times a month. So, uh, I mean, the scope of the amount of tubes is ridiculous. It's like, you know, hey, we need 10,000 tubes. Mm. So yeah, the PS Vane power tubes have been fantastic. They sound amazing. Um, and, uh, and you know, the, um, the preamp tubes that we've had hand-selected that we've marked boutique are also great. And there's a couple new things coming, too. <clears throat> there might be a low microphonic something coming. Hmm. So that'd be good to hear. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's really going to be a problem because wh what's going to happen here, what you're going to see is uh, eventually Shugong, uh, the original Chinese manufacturer, will be up and running again, supposedly by January shipping tubes. So they're going to be up and running again. Eventually, JJ is going to get caught up. They're just painfully backordered. Mm. Um, so I, you know, I, I think we're at we're in a kind of a weird little time, but I think it's all going to get better and be fine. Okay, I hope so. Uh, Jay, yeah. <clears throat> hey Mark, great to see you playing in a band again. Hey, thanks so much. Um, you must follow me on Facebook. And uh, yeah, I got together with. Uh, guys i've been playing with for years and one of the guys moved away and he moved back so and then uh we're trying out a singer soon so and we might just make it big one day <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your record deal mark i'm hoping i'm still okay. waiting for that to happen you know all right uh, come on record companies <laughs> uh, i think you might be disappointed with the compensation i know um i think it's time to just give that up right <laughs> <laughs> the dream is dead uh amanda coombs oh hey mark and dave i heard from Stephen fryette and joe that there's something in the works i'm kind of excited about it oh well that's good i don't know uh hmm do you know about it yeah i don't know yeah maybe i do <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I actually not sure what the reference is. I don't know. Well, I'm sure they always have something good cooking over there. Absolutely. 
uh nigel nunez uh hi guys and this has been asked before and we've definitely tried um have you considered having mike lando on as a guest uh, we would love to have mike but mike has respectfully declined yeah uh, because he doesn't really do that stuff very respectfully i might yeah. add yeah you know very nice um i just had somebody rudely decline the show and i was just like I couldn't believe it the way that they declined me. It was probably one of the rudest replies I've had yet from any artist. Wow. And it wasn't from the artist, it was actually from their management. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I it. who that is. Can I say who it is? Uh, who it, is. it was Trey Anastasio from Fish, his manager. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I was like, dude, you could could have written that a bit nicer to me. Like yeah sometimes things can be misconstrued via email and things so i guess but i i'd love not. i'd love i'm you know i'm sure trey had nothing to do with it so i'd love to have trey on if he ever listens to the show um super chicks dave i'd like to get a friedman dirty uh, dirty shirley extension cab for my twin sister combo so i can run an evm 12l speaker how would it sound with an open back cab thanks Hey man, that's that's Neil Giraldo right there, man. Mm, yeah, open back cabs with EV twelve L speakers. Uh, I, it, it'll sound good. It'll be good. I mean, if you wind up liking the sound of that speaker, yeah. Do you have to break those in really well for them to sound good, or are they? Uh... I, uh, that's a very good. How do you break a three hundred watts or two hundred watt speaker in? <laughs> that's true. I mean, um. That's a very, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think ultimately we're going to do a video. Pete Thorne and I at some point are going to do a video uh, about EV 12 L's a little bit. I think we're going to do a joint video about it hmm. because I thought it was kind of interesting when all, you know, so many of these guys like Neil Giraldo, Zach Wild, um, Jakey Lee, uh, all recorded with EVs, hmm. you know. Um, I'm sure there's several others too, of course. But um, uh, you know, I I I was kind of like, this would be a cool video. Yeah, let's compare it. Let's see what it sounds like compared to the Celestion. Let's hear, you know, hear what the deal is. Do they still make them like new EVM? Well, on? they make one called an. EV Classic or something, EV Classic, which, from what I've gathered, does not sound like an original 12L at all. I think it was supposed to be a copy of the EV Series 2 or something. Why they did that, I don't know. And then there's the Zach Wild, which was the 300-watt version of the speaker that was like a PA speaker. And um, I do have, what I was going to do is I have some old ones. I have three old ones, and I bought one Zach Wild new one. Mm -hmm. So what I was going to do is we were going to do a little comparison, mm -hmm. the old ones versus the new one. I think that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, all those guys, all those guys used, you know, their their amps, like, you know, Jake had told me that it was a, you know, the Bark of the Moon was a, a Jose modded Marshall through an EV 4x12. 
at no no effects into it whatsoever. Straight into the amp, straight into the cab. So any effects are post. Yeah, any effects are post. Yeah. Very cool. Um, good luck with that, Super Chicks. Randy Price. Dave just bought a JJ Jr. and love it. How tonally similar is it to the 100 watt? That will be my next purchase. I don't understand the hate EL84s get. Well, I'll tell you that I was at NAM where the when the uh, JJ Jr. was debuted and it was on a switcher and we were going back and forth between the JJ Jr. and the 100 watt version and it was almost dead identical. No one could tell. Yeah. Now, granted, there's only a certain volume you can go to with the junior compared to the hundred. The hundred definitely has infinitely more headroom. Uh, but it, by comparison, if you just set the hundred at the same setting as the, the you have the junior set, it it sounds identical. That was the goal: make it sound as identical as I can. Yeah, it's surprising that yeah eighty an, an, an EL eighty four amp would sound that good. I agree. Yeah, everyone has the thing about EL84s. EL84s sound great. <clears throat> I think it's because they have just generally been put in either Vox style amps, which are great, or cheap, shitty made. Yeah, I think amps. because because like even a, a great vintage Vox AC30 top boost, man, it'll sound like a raging Marshall. <laughs> I mean, like it really can dish out some amazing tones um yeah and the way we run those damn tubes is we're surely not nice to them we punish them <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that you put them through a work a workout but still yeah. i think it was because just generally if anybody was like getting into the entry level market with amps and then they got some cheap ass EL84 amp that sounded horrible. Um, I was guilty of that. Oh, by the way, was the amp the Fender Pro Junior? That's it. The Pro Junior. Pro Junior. Yeah. Uh, Edved seven nine six. I think he was the first one who came up with that. Um, you get. Oh, I don't know. You don't get anything. <laughs> nothing. We got nothing. <laughs> yeah, the pro, yeah, it was the Pro Junior. Uh, it's a 15-watt amp. Uh, it, it's cool. They still make it, actually, it looks like. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's a great it, little amp, man. It, if you, like, if you crank that thing up and you have it, like, say you had a B100 and then you had that little amp that you could have a switch that just kicked it in mm -hmm. with your thing cranked up, Man, all of a sudden the 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 sound just gets huge because you got this little tiny amp, and it just adds this thing to it. It's it's awesome. Hmm. That's cool. Like on an AB switcher, so if you're yeah, yeah, just so not AB necessarily add like yeah. you're adding it, adding right. it in, and it all it gets huge. Phil X does a lot of that with like a little amp, mm -hmm. with a big amp, you know, and it, and it just it just man when you do that it just it's so wide and huge sunny hmm. yeah cool. and that amp was always good for it i remember rusty anderson had some of those that he liked to use a lot and a few other people over the years when they first came out had them and they would use them like that it was cool yeah now you got me thinking i may have to try that 
Um, 40 Grit, thank you. Is there going to be a Jakey Lee and Demartini roundtable? Status on Demartini model. Thank Fuck, you. man. I'll tell you, I'd, I'd love to have that roundtable. Uh, Jake wants to do that roundtable. Uh, I have yet to convince Warren to do it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why, but possibly. I mean, it could possibly be a filmed thing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that where we, we would film it. Right, I'll come out to and then, LA, and then we we would present it, you know, and on our channel, um, and we would have some other people involved too that can can kind of ask the questions, and maybe we can also get some questions from viewers and things about it if we did that. I I think Warren might f- might feel more comfortable with it not being live. Yeah, because yeah. then we have kind of editing capability and also the question you know everything can be predetermined what we're going to ask what we're going to talk about yeah 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 or or we can film it all and then just kind of edit it down to what you you know if you didn't like something or something we can get rid of it yeah yep uh matt warren really nice guy uh you know he seems he's a sweetheart we love him yeah, he seems sh- just shy. I think yeah. just uh, you know, and also protective, probably of just some things that he wants to be asked. Um, let's see, uh, Adnan Suleiman, Suleiman. Um, hey, Dave. I often you pre's use pre's JMP one try access through a JJ Junior's effects return. Is there any way to control the power amp volume? I find myself having to turn the preamp volume very low. Thanks. I mean, you could just, I mean, yes, you would, because it's kind of like a pedal level return. So, um, I mean, the easiest thing would maybe be to get a JHS little black box, and it's just basically a volume pod in a box, and you just put it right before the return and just crank it down, and uh, you'd be good to go then. Hmm. That'd be the easiest thing. Okay. Uh, oh, what am I doing here? Okay. Next, that's the right one. Uh, from Kev8055. Hey, Dave, I run a JJ Jr. and a Run20 Live. One dry, one wet. Oh, that must sound great. Uh, is there a simple foot switch I can use to switch between the clean and dirty channels simultaneously without using a MIDI switcher? I could make you something. Hmm. Shoot me an email, friedmanamps at gmail.com. I could make you something. It's uh, uh, Yes, it, it should be done so there's it doesn't cause a ground loop between the two things, but that, that's relatively easy to do. Yeah, send Dave an email, Kev. If, uh, and if he didn't want to, is there anything off the shelf that he could buy or no? There's nothing really off the shelf that will do it properly that won't cause a ground loop. Nah. Okay. All right. Uh, Super Chicks says the Pro Junior with the volume and tone. Great amp. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Cool. Uh, Pro Junior it is. Mark, 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 Mark's getting pumped up now. <laughs> hey, I'll have to check it out. I wonder how different it would be from the, uh, from the Sir Ombre. Well, it's not even close to the same wattage. 
Uh, so it's way quieter. It's a little 10 inch speaker. Oh, okay. So it it's tiny. It's cool. I, I saw the Eric Clapton champ online. And that, that is crazy price. I mean, it was between 1700 and 2300 Oh, my I mean, God. Forget it. Come on. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I'd just buy, I'd buy a, you know, a vintage one, like a blackface or something. Um, yeah. Jeff Beck played uh, Pro Juniors. Yes, he did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for him. That's cool. Could we possibly see Reinhold Bogner on Tone Talk? Yes, we will. It's possibly. How about Zach Wild? Yes. You guys want Zach? I was going to reach out to him and, and see if he wants to come on. Let's That'll be a wild ride, I think. Um, <laughs> he's, he, he's a good storyteller. It'll, it'll yeah, be he'd be great. It'll be fun. And he's funny. Yeah. Um, see, Hester, get a tweet champ, Mark. There's a reason the prices are sky high. They are awesome. <laughs> Uh, I know they're cool. I I owned one, so I I definitely remember loving it. Um, so would Dave recommend uh, any Rivera amps instead of Fenders? Um, are you talking actual Rivera amps? Um, hmm. Uh, not generally speaking, no, I wouldn't, but, uh, there are some cool ones that can be good, but, uh, not over, you know, no. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Except the, didn't he do the, uh, those champs, the Paul Rivera? Well, I mean, yes. I mean, now if you, if you're talking about Rivera fenders, there were some cool ones. There were some you know, there was a concert one that was kind of cool. There was the, I mean, he did the red face, the red knob ones, and there were some cool things about those, you know, and there, there was the, uh, you know, super champ. Right. The super champ. Uh, yeah. Which was, which was definitely cool. Warren Martini's one, right? Yeah. Super champs, uh, a neat, neat sounding amp. God, they're going for a lot of money now. Yeah. If you can find them. Yeah, you can find them, but they're like a thousand to fifteen hundred. Hmm. Uh, Demetrius Patton, what are a quieter options to a DD7 in front of a dirty amp? Mine seems to hiss a fair amount. Hmm. In front, they do, they do hiss hmm. in front. Um, um, they do, they do a little bit. Uh, DD twenty also kind of hisses a lot in front. Um, uh, you know the the Strymon El Capistan is pretty great for um, a simple delay uh, in front of an amp. The the uh, Dunlop Echoplex pedal is also kind of cool in front. Um, I love I love how that sounds. Um, uh, there's there's a lot of things. It it depends on the the um, you know in front the carbon copy is kind of cool also. Mm. Um, did you say the Echoplex from the Echoplex in front of a dirty amp works really well? The Dunlop Echoplex, mm -hmm. very authentic and kind of blends in nicely. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that pedal. 
Francisco Vicente. I like your name, man. Very Francisco Vicente. It's, you know, it rolls off the tongue really well. Um, hey, Dave, I'm thinking about getting a legendary Tones hot mod for my Marshall 1987X. Is this mod safe? Will adding an extra preamp tube to this circuit compromise the amp? Um, you can do that. It's safe. Uh, although I think in a 1987X with a volume knob, by adding an extra gain stage, you're not really doing much. You're not controlling any. You're, you're it's it's adding another gain stage. Yes, it'll be dirtier. It'd still be really loud. So, um. It's better suited with a kind of more of a 2203 circuit, uh, 800 circuit. Uh, it's ideally suited for that kind of amp. And, and and it's a great product. It sounds really good for that kind of amp, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it's safe. It's I mean, safe. It, yeah. It's not going to hurt it. your amp. You want to do it? It won't hurt yeah. it. It's not going to hurt your amp. No. Um, I know the guy who makes it. And they're very nice people. And uh, so cool people yeah, um it's super cool yeah christopher crooms hey guys great hanging with you this evening same here uh dave i have a sirs sl67 that i love and want to mod it with a switchable bright cap since it doesn't have one which cap would you recommend for the mod um well you can do you can do uh, yeah, probably a three-way bright switch with a hundred picofarad and a uh Point zero zero four seven or five thousand picofarad um, cap, the traditional big huge one that Marshall used. So point zero zero four seven is technically the 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 cap, um, and then you can have essentially nothing a hundred picofarad, which is more like a JGM forty five or the big bright cap. But you know those bright caps only work. If you're not running the amp on 10. So if you're running the amp on 10, doesn't matter if they're there or not. So, but if you're running the amp uh, down a little bit, say at eight or seven or something on the volume, then that's when it comes into play. 100 will give you just a sparkle. So when you turn it down, it just gets cleaner, but it, 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 it's just has a little sparkle to it still. And the other one is a big mid range kind of growly tight thing okay cool um tom dick dave what do you think of the ingve momstein marshall you know i've never played one in person but um I, it, everything i've always heard it sounds good so yeah I, I don't know but i've heard many people do demos of it that sound great uh, Jeff Lawson, I walked into a guitar center in Nashville a year or a half ago and witnessed Richie Faulkner blasting through a used Jakey Lee 100. I told him it sounded killer. What a monster player. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Richie has a bunch of my amps. Uh, a whole ton, actually. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. He doesn't use them with Judas Priest but because it doesn't quite work for for that specifically. Um. But he owns a bunch. Has them in the studio. And he's a cool dude. Great Absolutely. Player. And it's good that he's healthy and back at it. Totally. Totally. Man, that could have been gone the 
bad direction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad he's back and healthy and on the road playing and there for his wife and kids too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry C. Hey guys, love the show and guests. I'm not a guitar player, but I'm a music fanatic and love learning this side of it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Dave, what inspired you to start building amps, et cetera? Thanks guys. Oh man. Uh, you know, I've always loved amps. I've always loved guitar tones from, from the time I was a little kid. Um, I was always enamored with the guitar tone. So, I remember thinking, well, you know, like listening to say, oh, I don't know, when I was a kid, let's say Angus Young or Eddie Van Halen or Judas Priest or any of these, you know, Black Sabbath or any of these bands, like, well, how did they get that sound? You know, and, and you were always trying to like figure out how they got that tone, you know, and, and at least for me. And that was really in my head, like, how do you do that? How do you get that sound? And, um, that just led to a, a lifelong obsession with how do you get that tone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you know, it took a lot of years, but I, you know, figured it out. And then I, you know, I started working in the industry and then I saw some, you know, it just kind of snowballed over time. Really. That's awesome. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's like a kind of a lifelong obsession. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, how I met my friend Dave Black was, um, I used to, as a kid, I used to see him play in, with his band in Detroit, which uh, they were a huge band then. And, uh, he always got the, just a really interesting guitar tone. And, uh, I never knew what it was or what he was doing or what the deal was. And, and this kind of like was an obsession for me since I was a kid. And finally a friend of mine who used to be his roommate hooked me up with him. And this is in recent times. This is in the last 10 years, hooked me up with him. I had never really, I've met him once before, but I never really, you know, got to know him. Uh, and I was just like, man, I want, I want to know how you got this sound. What was the deal? How did you get this sound? You know? And then, and I got hooked up with him and he kind of showed it to me and showed me what it was. And I'm like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> but yep. it, 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 but it was a particular sound and no one had it outside of Detroit it wasn't, you know, and I had, you know, I had worked for, by that point in time, I had worked for everyone, you know, and it, it, it right. it's, it's funny. Yeah. But it, and you then were, we became, you know, really good friends, but it was the, the tone behind it. I was inspired. Like, you're yeah, like I gotta yeah. Know. yeah. So, so this is an obsession. <laughs> yeah. You know, how, you know, how did Ty Tabor get his tone with his lab series amp? You know, what, what did he use with it to get that sound, you know, and just, just stuff like that, you know, mm. it's kind of a totally obsessive. Well, that's great. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for doing it. <laughs> uh, Leonard Rodriguez, uh, what happened to the pedal board build? It's coming. Sorry. I've been, man, it's been busy. It's just so crazy. We're going to do it. Uh, 
And I got some ideas on what I want to do. I owe you some money, Leonard, uh, (laughs) for asking that question. (laughs) Mark's like, God damn it. I got to get this done. Dave's not doing it. I knew knew when I sent it off. Because, you know. Because I don't know, I, Mark's a little deficient in gear, and he's really missing it. Yeah, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> really, and he really has another hurting. pedal board on the floor right now, and yeah. a thousand amps, and yeah, I don't, I'm not hurting. So it's yeah, okay. yeah, I think you're okay. Um, well, we're, you know, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I promise. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. It's uh, actually kind of good we waited this long for a, a few reasons, which will become apparent later. Oh, cool. Uh, I would also be interested in a Dave's Essentials pedal board example. Oh, okay. Dave's Essentials pedal board example. Okay. Like, like my picks for a whole board or how to set it up. Hmm. Clarify that. Yeah. Curious. I mean, there's so much more stuff we can actually do with the channel and stuff. And I think, you know, I, I have been kicking around starting, you know, maybe to do some stuff with Patreon too. Um, maybe. Um, I haven't talked to you about it yet, Mark, but maybe, <laughs> but there might be some other content that we can offer through like a Patreon subscription to like some extra stuff. But we got to figure that out. I, I don't, I barely know how it works. Yeah. I haven't looked into it, but I, you know what? I'd be I curious if you, people about it. If you guys would be interested in it, having like a Patreon and, maybe some special access to the show or some, you know, special access to see what content or certain content or certain extra videos or things. Or like, you know, you come live with us, you know, uh, I mean, excuse me, you come backstage with us in the show before we go live for five minutes and talk, you know, or whatever, you know, that we can offer special kind of things like that. If people would be into it, you know, you pay like a little fee or something each month. And I mean, if, if people will be into it, I, I don't want to, you know, I hate, I, I hate to do something like that and then just offer it. Well, like, I want to be able to offer something that, that, that's worthwhile for whatever you're going to donate, you know, uh, yeah. a pledge essentially uh, monthly. Um, but uh, we have to figure out what that is and if we can do it. Cool. Um, Harry. Jackavu, thanks for the super chat. If I see your question, I will ask it. Um, and the same, oh, it's KGS1982. Thank you. I think this is your question right here. Had a run 20 combo, just got a small box head. Dave, I'm addicted now. You are the best. Huh. Well, thank you. That's very cool. Um, Harry Jackavu, here's your question. Would the Synergy modules work in my Randall RM100KH head? Yes, they will, but only one channel of them. Okay. And a, a lot of the modules have a, a selector switch that you can select which channel that it works on. Not all uh, the modules, but some of them do. Hmm. Okay. Uh, have you looked into the Western Electric any further? No, I, there's no word from them at all. Just like I figured. Yeah, I mean that's that's a long way away. Yeah, um, if it happens at all. Let's see, Blake Burris, Mark, I sent you that picture of a the white stripe Frankie with the lefty neck. I'm working on. Yes, you did. Very cool. Going to put a second degree black belt in it. Thanks for the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was 
Very nice. Second degree black belt will be awesome in it. Uh, and Steve Lark, yes, I just saw the Fender Pro Junior one. It's the version four. It's in Tweed, and Sweetwater has it. So guess what Mark's going to be buying? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the champ. At the end get... of the show, it's going to be the Blues Junior. It'll, Pro, Junior. Pro, Pro Junior in Tweed. Uh, it's sold. It's done. I'm going to get it. It, it's going to satisfy my tweed, uh, you know, champ kind of thing that I wanted, and and I won't have to spend as much money. So that works. It's definitely different, but it it it, it has a lot more headroom and stuff. So, um, uh, it's cool. It's cooler for like if you want to shoot some pedals into it or things, you know, know and, like and just a little small amp. You want to put a BEOD into it or something, and it'll mm -hmm. sound killer. Cool. Uh. Any word about a Satch collab? A Satch collab? Satriani. I think he said that in the last show that you guys were... Nope. Okay. Uh, let's see. Scrolling through. Someone said something about having... Ever go through a phase where you have too much gear? Yes, me. I have that now. I want to sell a bunch of stuff. Anyone want to buy some stuff? <laughs> I have a guitar here. I could I could put up for sale right now. What you got? It's a cool one too. So it's a Friedman Cali. Ooh. With a uh regular tremolo with the Wilkinson locking saddles on it. Mm. With a matching headstock. Uh candy apple. Uh, with the Friedman pickups, with the uh, the covers, and uh, man, I just don't need it. <laughs> I have I have too many. That's sweet. I like that a lot. How much are you asking for it? Uh, two grand. That's a good price. Yeah. No, it's a f totally fair price. I mean, yeah. this would be a lot more. And so this neck too would be uh, a little more of a vintage T neck than a Cali neck too. So it has a little more meat on it. That's what my Cali has. Oh, yeah. So that's uh super super cool guitar. And those saddles I added, those are awesome. Yeah. They work great. Yeah. They are very cool. I bet you that I bet you that's not if someone's interested in that, they can uh, email me Friedmanamps at Gmail. Hmm. Okay. Thought awesome. I'd throw it out there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Uh, how how is that a newer build or an older one? Uh, it's a Grover build. Um, it's uh, I don't uh, how old is it? Uh, I it's like maybe two years old. Okay, cool. A Grover build. Uh, Zaba Wabo, love the show. Thanks, guys. Dave, apologies if this has been discussed, but are the Friedman Celestians still happening? No. I couldn't make them better than what already exists. <laughs> and I felt like if I couldn't offer something that was considerably better, why offer it? Hmm. Makes sense. Dylan Croft, follow up to my super chat. My 5E3 is plenty crunchy with a cold bias. I'm just concerned this may be unhealthy for the amp. It's not going to hurt it. No, not at all. All right. Uh, Plexico. 
Let's get some funds for these fine folks. <laughs> Thoughts on the new EVH white black relic. Thank you. Oh man, that looks cool. The the EVH white black relic. That looks really cool. I'm I you know that I want one, but I don't need a guitar. <laughs> yeah. I, I want a lot of things, but I don't need them. I have to talk myself out of them constantly. My my own. I mean, it looks very cool. It's you know, obviously, it's got the great, it's got the awesome big headstock and and everything. Um, it's just got the traditional Fender six screw yeah. bridge, and which is obviously what I'd use, which is cool. But it, it, good luck keeping that in tune. So I'd rather ha have two posts, but you can always put like a Vega trim on there or something like that to have it st stay on tune better, or or the locking saddles, or the locking saddles. Yep. Um, any chance of getting Rick from Wizard on? We've not tried. Um, no, we have tried. Have we? Yeah, he said no. Oh, okay. He doesn't do if find an interview with him, please. He doesn't do any. Uh, and I'm an old friend of his, and and he won't do it. Hmm. Yeah, we've. Had I, I tried. He he just respectfully just said, "I just don't do that." Yeah. Yeah, uh, Scott Splawn. I'd asked Scott Splawn, and he said, "No, he doesn't want to do nah. that." I get it. You know, some people are just not into it. I don't really get it. Uh, you know, I, I don't I, really get it because it's free promotion for your brand. So I, I don't really understand that. So you, you don't want to do any promotion for your brand? I don't get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're someone like Scott Splawn or or Rick from Wizard, I mean, you, you could do promotion for your brand, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I agree. I agree. I, 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 you know, it's not we're not free. free we we've had a million amp people on. Yeah, Mike Soldano and Stevie Fryad and Bruce Agnator and uh, yada yada yada. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, Doctor Dan. I mean, Doctor Dan and 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 yeah. and uh, uh, doc, uh, Mike from Doctor Z. Yeah, we've had Mike Soldano uh, on. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. I think some people maybe just don't want to get on camera um, and do interviews, which I get it, you know. But uh, John DeShane, pedal board availability at Dave. That's for what he means. Um. So. Uh, Oh. Um, our pedal, pedal boards. boards. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get a drink. We, I'll be right back. we were revamping the pedal boards, um, changing, adding a few sizes. We can't get our bags anymore, so we're not gonna offer them with a bag anymore. But there'll be a lower price, price, of course, because of that. So those will be, um, those hopefully will be available soon. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, hopefully it'll be available soon, and um, and all that. And uh, what else we got here in the chat? Well, so um, hey, John Ziegler, hey man, what's up? Uh, yes, Jamie is still working for me. Yes, I hope you're doing good, John. Are you done with that question? Yep. All right. Uh, Graph 5.13. Uh, hey, Dave, can you please talk about how you go about ensuring that your amps stay dynamic, sensitive to our fingers? Thanks. Hmm. 
Is that based on like filter caps and stuff like that? How? Man, I, I, that's a good question. I, how do I do that? Um, that's just part of my tuning process. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just, I just make sure. I, I mean, I have this huge background in vintage amps and and like uh, all sorts of amps, and I just make sure that the 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 new amps kind of can get that kind of thing, but with more modern touches. So how it feels is really important to me and and how it sags and gives and when you really dig into it how it reacts is really important uh to me uh because it can't be stiff i I hate that yeah yeah speaking of splon i found the splon amps to be very stiff splon tends to be a little stiff although they're they're good sounding amps oh yeah yeah Um, turned up loud it's on the stiffer side yeah, but it was a stiffer yeah. experience, definitely. L. Scott Music says, what amp does Dave Friedman want that Dave doesn't have except for the Liverpool train wreck, obviously? Well, I was going to say the Liverpool train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? That that I don't have. I mean, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I kind of, I, I let an amp go way back uh get away from me way back and it was a high watt custom uh dr 504 50 watt high watt from the 70s i kind of wish i still had that one um do i need it no i got a great marshall i got a great vox i got a great i kind of i probably have everything i need to be honest i thought i thought you were going to talk about the black flag flag amp that you had no no i don't i don't I don't, I mean, yes, that would have been nice to still have, but it, it was good. I don't think it was exceptional. I think the Jose I have now is actually better. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, I have a Jose, I have a, a number 13 Soldano. Right. Uh, you know, which matches my birth date. I mean, I, 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 I pretty much have what I want now. Train wreck though. Don't have that. No. That's a good and one. probably never will. <laughs> Plexico, is this chat room monitored? Yes, it is. Typically by BV, who's not here today. We've got Why Vinny. Yeah, did somebody do something wrong? Uh, we got Vinny, who's in the chat. What's up, Vinny? We haven't talked in a while, man. Uh, hey, man. What's up, Vinny? I meant to send you a happy Father's Day I think text. you talked to my wife more than you talked to me. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna. I forgot. Totally forgot to text Vinny. Happy Father's Day. So Happy Father's Day, bro. Um, I forgot right. to text everyone Happy Father's Day. So Happy Father's Day to everyone. Sorry. <laughs> yes, Happy Father's Day to everyone. A <laughs> uh, little day late, but hey, I hope you had a good weekend. Got some guitars and pedals and amps. Uh, Father Dave, hell yes, get Zach. Yeah, I'm gonna get Zach. Uh, in fact. I literally was going to send him a text just like a day or so ago, and I haven't yet, but I will. He'll do it. I've I've seen him do other shows virtually online, so I I don't see why he wouldn't do it. Hey, John, um, he wrote, hey, I tried to get a question earlier with a super chat, but could not post a question. I closed out my YouTube session and later was able to ask it. Is there a chance you can answer this? Yes. Um, What's this? I just don't. I'm gonna have to go back and look what your question was, um, and I don't know where it is. So if you could ask it again, that would be really helpful. Yeah, 
ask it again, please. And uh, John, and uh, I'll find it. All right. And we'll be happy to ask, ask it before we leave. All right. We've, we're going to leave in about 10 minutes though. Um, let's see. Scrolling in here. Let's see. Um, okay. Ha! L. Scott Music goes, Mark's in front of a green screen. That's not real stuff behind him. <laughs> I'd be a lot richer if I that was his, his bank account says otherwise. Let's <laughs> uh, be guitar. Thanks for the Monday night hang. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. We appreciate it. Um, I see. There you go. I, uh, yes, I will subscribe to Patreon right now. Now really? we just have to figure out. We just have to figure out what that extra content is, or what that you get for doing that. So once we actually figure out what the hell we're gonna do, then we can we could do something like that. Okay. Well, it's good to hear that some at least somebody's interested in it. Oh yeah. I mean, lots of lots of channels do that. I mean, I lots know. of channels have that, and and you know, it helps support the channel, and it, and it helps support you know what people want to see on the channel. And if they can get a little, you know, inside secret stuff, then that's why they subscribe. Yeah. Um, since you're getting Red 7 on soon for a rack, man, Dave, that multi-stereo line mixer looks killer. Switching and mixing. I have one here. Ah. Uh, I, I, I have one here. It's super cool, and I just sort of wish... I was building something right now that I could use it in, but but I'm I haven't yet. So, hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to having Red Seven on. I they're actually making a preamp for me. Like I need something else. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because I have a I have a two space rack left in my <laughs> rack. So I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I got two spaces left here, so I got to get something. Yeah, I sound like Mike Torrin now. I yeah. <laughs> I've exactly. got two. I have two. You left. I have no. No, he would just buy a bigger rack. Yeah, <laughs> Mike would just buy a bigger rack so he could put the stuff in. And yes, <laughs> well, the rack that I'm using is actually the one that Mike sent me, which is he's such a nice guy. Maybe I'll uh, build a preamp one of these days. You should. I know. He said he talked to you about that, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm sure we can line that up. Let's see, Harry Jackavu. Uh, here's another super chat here. Oh, this is from Harry though. Wait, where is there a super chat? Uh, further down, Dan Morell. Anyway, Dave, what Mark uh, sent you to do Jose Mod like Metallica's Jose Mod and Marshall? Um, could uh, you could do a? I mean, you could do a reissue. I mean, theirs was an old amp. Um. Uh, I mean, it, I, I mean, you could do a reissue for sure. I mean, we can make it sound great. Hmm. Which reissue? SLP hundred watt reissue, probably, maybe. I mean, look around because there might be some other things available that you can get at a better price. Uh, I, I, mm, I haven't looked for a while, so I don't know. Sometimes you could buy a Germino and get a cool, fit, you know decent price on something or and that's a, a kind of a better build quality even or sometimes you can get an old some sort of other Marshall clone that can be a better build quality maybe okay 
Sign me up for Patreon. All right, cool. All right, we got some people. That's good. Uh, Dan Morrell, like that was the one you were talking about, right, Dave? Yeah. Okay. I have a BE100 Deluxe, SLO100, and a PV5152. The 5150 is really quiet compared to the other two. I tried new power twos, but that didn't make a difference. What else could I do? Hmm. Hard to say what's wrong with it. Um, I mean, you could have a weak preamp tube somewhere in the circuit because uh, the, there's so many preamp tubes that are just stacked on top of each other um, that if one of them is weak, it'll seem like the amp has a lot less volume. Or it could be a different problem. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I've heard a PV fifty one fifty two in action with a band, and that fucker was loud. Yeah, it can be loud. It shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't really be quiet. Yeah, it should be able to keep up with those other amps. That's for sure. Tim, you can't give us more money, man. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> uh, just text, uh, text me, Troy. Got... When did you meet George? Um, Metropolis. I met George Metropolis at an L.A. amp show. I essentially knew who he, who he was, uh, but I just kind of barged in his room and, like, kind of hung out. <laughs> so, and then we became fast friends over the years. So, it, it, it all revolved around an L.A. amp show back in the kind of heyday of the L.A. amp show. Hmm. He's a great dude. Absolutely. Thanks, Tim. And thanks for sponsoring the show. Make sure you guys, that's a reminder, I'll say it again. Go to uh, fixpedalboards.com. All right. What is Dave drinking? Classe Azul Tequila. Yes. Uh, and it's working. <laughs> and it's working. <laughs> is Jim Root still using the B100 Deluxe in his live rig? Um, I think. I don't really know. I know he got two of them at one point in time. Uh, is it still in his live rig or not? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, there's one person, I can't remember his name right now, who keeps asking for Jim Root to come on the show. Uh, you know, I should... Let me try to find his info. Okay. Because I, I know him. He's super cool. Yeah. Let me let me remind me uh about that and I'll I'll see if I can find his email. Okay. All right, we'll do. Yeah, cuz I think it's Joel Hervey or somebody keeps they Yeah, Jim would be great. That would be great. I'd like to do that. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh We got a bunch more super chats, so let's see if we can get through them quick. Um Dave, have you ever used have you ever had a super wild amp build request that you just refused to do? If so, what was it? Tone skill legit. Uh, um, I mean, I've had people ask me certain things that were just kind of like, I don't remember any one specific thing, but I know I've had people ask me like some crazy things. Can you do this with this and this and make it five channels and all this? And no. <laughs> this is kind of like if you have to design a whole amp around a custom build then that's not really doable you know it's it's like there's so much time and money invested into it um i suppose anything can be done 
but it's going to cost an, an exorbitant amount of money to do it. Like if I had to do a whole new PC board for it or something, you know, we're, we're talking like five grand just for the design work. Mm. Wow. And then, and then you have to build the amp. So right. like, you know, like it, certain things you can't do. Like if it's out of your architecture of something you're already doing, you can't, you can't really do it. Uh, interesting. A minute later, Rob W. asked the same question. Have you ever been asked to build something so insane you passed on it? Well, we, so, we, we answered Yeah, two for one. Two for one. <laughs> I, I've never seen that happen. Two before. for one. Yeah. Um, Chris W., Patreon idea. Mark builds a champ kit and Dave grades his work. <laughs> F. I'd fail. That, that would be an instant <laughs> fail, let me tell you. Uh, Mark, don't you have a T Deluxe module? No, I don't. Um, I I had the uh, the Morgan module. I didn't like it. Quite honestly, the AC. Yeah, really? Nah, didn't didn't do it for me. Oh, that's good. Um, but maybe a Tweed maybe the Tweed Deluxe module could um would hit hit that ryan day. casey dave do you prefer the original uh, a, a floyd original or the wilkinson locking saddles man um you know the, the original floyd is probably going to stay in tune a little bit better but the wilkinson locking saddles are a really good option and and it greatly improves uh like a, a goto 510 bridge or whatever you're putting them on it it does it does do a good job Mm -hmm. I I agree. I have I have a set. And what base plate do you like? Base plate, just a hardened steel base plate. Uh, I, or are you talking block? Like a steel block? Steel block on a on a vintage like style bridge for sure. Mm. Dave, will you ship guitar the guitar to Canada? Yeah. Well, most I mean. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure, I can. Oh, that guitar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I see. No, a you know, I mean, it, it's going to cost. I mean, cost a little bit of money to ship it to Canada, but you know, I have to decide on. We we'd have to decide on which way you'd like it to ship. Um, can ship via post. I'm always a little nervous about post. Uh. Or we can do it via FedEx. Hmm. Post is cheaper, but uh, FedEx is safer. Mm -hmm. Is that a Lynch's amp behind you, the park? To your right or your other your other side? <laughs> and people find stuff behind me, don't they? Yeah, right. Uh, no, that is an amp from Matt Scannell. From Vertical Horizon, hmm. Matt has an incredibly huge Marshall collection. All right, let's not take any more super chats because we're going to get going soon. Um, Carlos Anacama, uh, Dave, what would be better for punk garage rock? Undecided between the Small Box Fifty and the Twin Sister, from Sex Pistols to the Hives, Green Day, Power Pop to Leaning. Twin sister for versatility, not into really high gain. 
I'd go for the twin sister. Twin sister's cool. Um, you know, even a run fifty would be good for that. That that is really kind of really aggressive mm. sounding amp. So, uh, and not necessarily super high gain. Um, and it's got a really cool clean sound. So maybe that too. That's an option also. Yep. Stay curious. Dave, can you make me a custom Tolex JJ Jr. with the dirty Shirley exterior? So, yes. So, silver panel um, with maybe if if you're talking JJ Jr., just the grill cloth at the bottom of the of the head to make that just the silver weave that's on the dirty Shirley or something different from that. Hmm. Cause that would actually be cool. You could do silver panels uh, and just do the bottom part of the grill cloth on the front, like, like the dirty Shirley cloth. Um, that'd be neat. E uh, yeah. Email me. Okay. Sean Tubbs. What's up, Sean? Hey man. Hope hey, you're doing well. Feller. <laughs> <laughs> well What's up? I need to text you, Sean. Hope you're doing well. Um, let's see. We got. Uh, we should have a Sean Tubbs drinking show. We should get. We should get Sean. And um, no, no, and um. I'm sorry, my brain's not working right now. But of course, um, Sean's buddy from J Rocket. Oh, Chris Fantastical. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Fantastical, 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 <laughs> Sean Tubbs, and myself, and of course, Mark will be the sober driver of the show. I can have a few, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it sean i'll text you uh i'll buy your sp1000 dave whenever you're ready to sell it that is the power amp the lee jackson thing i have two i think i said i was gonna buy one of them damn it <laughs> i don't really want to sell them they're cool oh yeah they sound good the, the prices have gone up on them too uh, how much i don't maybe know maybe i do want to sell them <laughs> It's just like everything else has gone up. But, Maybe uh, I do want to sell them that. <laughs> TK, is there some sort of Soldano pedal for bad? In there was a quick mention from Nick in the slow mini video on Sweetwater. The Aldrich episode was great, as all shows are. Uh, great work, my dudes. Thank you. Um, is there? I can't really. I can't comment. I can't. I'm sorry, it's not my company. Yeah. I mean, I can say that I, when Mike was on the show, he said that one of the things that he definitely wanted to do was come out with the pedal at some yeah, point. That could be that could be coming in the future. Yeah, I, I remember him saying that on the show. Yeah. That he definitely wanted to have a reissue of what was it, what was that pedal called? That well, there had? was the tube pedal, yes, for sure. Um, but there might be other things. We, we shall see. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that they got stuff in the works. Um, let's see. Uh, how about getting Glenn Hughes on? Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I'd love to have. Uh, and we know someone. 
Forden turned us down, so no. Yeah, no. sorry. Mike's not going to do it. Uh, I agree. Vin Vinny, I agree with Dave 1,000%. In today's day and age, you won't do an interview for free promo and exposure. It's dumb. Yeah? Yeah. It's 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 a free thing. I mean, I do tons of them. I mean, you know, I, I think this coming week I have a some other guitar magazine that is, I'm doing something for. I just did something with a French journalist that I've done stuff with before. I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, Dave, I have a vintage T post Grover. Does it have the dowel rod neck thing? Yes, it does. Same. Okay. Uh, would you ever get Shay Monomyth on the Tone Talk? Yes, we've tried. Uh, Shay just said that he's uh, not ready right now. I think it's just more about production and maybe where he is and the build time. I'm not exactly sure, but he said that he definitely wants to come on at some point, but not right now. So, um, what else we got? Uh, Let me see. Did I miss anything else? Oh, here we go. Ryan Casey. Thanks, guys. Good times. Mark, is that an Amber Wolfgang behind you? Dave Mastakila. Yes, that is an Amber EVH Wolfgang. In the wrong direction. Yes. <laughs> this, this might be my favorite guitar. Cool. I... I I got very lucky finding it. It's uh, all bird's eye maple neck, you know, fretboard, and EVH knocked it out of the park. I just don't understand why EVH won't come out with more tops like this on their American guitars. They don't do tops like that anymore? They only have a tobacco burst flame. Oh. And they haven't done a different color in a really long time. And I know that PV is offering all these different colors. And so, you know... Of course, you got Ernie Ball. So I, I, I wish EVH would come out with some better colors um, these days. They have tons of other specials, but it might be based on how many USAs they sell, probably. Um, they probably don't sell a ton of USAs compared to the other models. But yeah, I love my guitar. Thank you for noticing. Uh, Woody Garcia, currently own a small box 50 and awaiting a custom 20 watt. I want to run a, in stereo. Uh, do I need an ABY switch with a ground lift and phase switch, or can I just send the right side of the chain to the effects return on the 20 watt? Hold on. Um, I think you need an ABY switch with a ground lift. Yeah, ideally. Uh, well, wait, hold on. You want to run stereo. So the question is, uh, are you running uh, something in, oh, Woody. I know Woody. <laughs> hey, man. Um, well, if you're, if you're running a delay in the loop uh, of your amp uh, on your small box 50, and then you're going to get that 20 watt, yeah, you could run into just, if you want to make it stereo, you could just run into the return of it. Um and that will give you your your stereo vibe, you know, going. Uh, if you're running the effects in front of the amps, then, yeah, you would need some sort of uh, ABY switch to do it. Hmm. 
Okay. Timothy Pierce. Uh, is Warren Demartini amp still in play? How about a 100-watt and a 20-watt version? I need five people to help me do everything that everyone wants. <laughs> five just dedicated builders to me would be good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Warren and I talked about it. Um I, I, I'm not sure where that sits right now. It mm. could be a possibility in the future. I have a, a whole bunch of stuff stacked up, though. Yeah. That I got to get done. Vincent, thank you for the super chat. Mark, when are we going to L.A. for sushi? Dude, I'm so down. When are you that. coming here? Uh, Dave, I miss you, brother. Talk to us about compressors. When and how should they be used? Where would you place one in the chain on a board? Classe Azul. I rocked the Classe Azul yesterday. Nice. Um, compressors. Well, um, generally these days, I think, you know, like pedal compressors would probably be what, what would be used more. Well, same as early days, too. Uh, I mean, early days, the, I mean, the first, I think, pedal-style compressors were like the Dynacomp. MXR Dynacomp or or later the Ross compressor. Those were popular things. Um, I mean, mostly it's it's kind of used more for a clean sound than anything. So it it's really just to kind of level out a clean sound. So you can like smack it really hard and it, it doesn't like just bark at you. Um and uh, you know, some of my favorites would be like the Origin compressor is great. The the um, exotic SP compressor. It's like a really cool little tiny um, Dynacompish sort of compressor. Um, an original MXR Dynacomp compressor is amazing. Um, but I'll preface this with, with what do you want to do with it? So if you want it really a really squashed compressor, that's a certain kind of compressor. If you want something that just kind of levels things out and gives it just a little not except, exceptionally squashed, then that's another kind of compressor. Um, um, so, I mean, there was also another compressor I really liked. There was an EBS compressor that they made years ago. I'm not sure if they still make it or not. That was a... Um, a bass compressor, actually, originally, but we used it for guitar a lot. And that thing sounded really cool, too. Hmm. Uh, and then, like, I have a compressor, too, that is is more like a grit box, you know? So it'll take your clean amp and make it a little bit just gritty with a nice compression to it. Hmm. Um, it's, it's really dependent uh, on the player and how he views the tone he wants in his head yeah i know for me i, I you know i like a compressor on a clean tone like if you're yeah. do like really funky yeah stuff and then you know not too squash but just enough to even everything out where you know you can get those really like like steve stevens uses a compressor but he uses it like on flesh for fantasy and things like that like extremely crushed mm. It's way compressed, and right, right. but it's cool sounding. It's great. I can hear. I can hear. Yeah, I can yeah. hear what you're saying on that. Yeah, 
question. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like it. Um, thanks for the question, Vinny. Steve Gal, what do you think of the EVH iconic combo? You know, you know, things I've heard of the EVH iconic seems to sound good. I, I haven't heard one in person yet, so I I don't know if I ever will, but I you know um it seems to be a cool amp, a great price. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure James Brown made a great one. I mean, I yeah. have a friend, Joe Suma, who owns... Just, uh, just, just remember, it, it's kind of made to be the low-cost mm -hmm. EVH, you know? It's it's not supposed to be, you know, the high-end stuff. Yeah, my friend Joe says it sounds great. If you dial it in correctly, it can sound just yeah. as good as the higher-end stuff. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Pentatonic Prancer. Love that name, by the way. I think we say that often. <laughs> uh, I don't see your question. Um, oh, here's a good one. Randy Price said we should get Jason Hook or Ola England. Yeah, Ola would be fun. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to have Ola on. I, I I reached out to him once and I didn't hear back, but maybe I didn't do the right channel. Maybe I'll reach out to him. Okay, yeah, you'd have probably a better luck. I'm just a you know I'm a nobody. Um, let's see who else. Any other questions? Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's he seems like he'd be funny as shit. Uh, so all right, Pentatonic Prancer. I don't see your question, and I never saw the repeat question from that guy. Um, unless I missed it, which really stinks because I don't. I hate to miss somebody's question. Um, I'm looking to if you see him, which I forgot his name. Um, but I don't see it. Uh, oh, Pentatonic Prancer would love to see Vito Brada on the show. So would I. Yeah. I mean, has he done anything? Is he coming back? I heard he uh, might. Be I mean, he, yeah, there were some little rumbles. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I know there was one other question. People Michael Shanker, people want to see too. Oh, god, I'd love fucking love that. I, I, I gotta figure out how to get at that, but he might do it. So, hey, I just have no, I, I don't know who knows him. So, I, I oh, wait a minute, hey, Warren Pete. knows him. Hey, Pete, whatever your name is, uh, you've just been blocked. Kiss my ass, motherfucker. Oh, what the fuck happened? Uh, he, he just had a nice question for me, so I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe Furla, great show, guys. Richie Sambora as a guest, longtime BE100 user. Yeah, yeah that would be great. Uh, I, I, I'll see if I can work on that. Yep. Uh, hey, I just want to say, um, if somebody wants to be a, a real asshole in the chat, I will block you. I will block you. So don't don't come in here saying crap like that. I don't uh, even know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you after the air. Rich Bisk Bitchkoff, uh Dave, what are you thinking of the fixtures? What 
you think of the fixtures of amps. I saw a vertical horizon play over the weekend. The whole band was using line six helix and it sounded great. Um, what do you think fixtures of amp? I, I, I assume you're talking about verses like line six or something. I, I, I think that an amplifier is always going to give you a more three-dimensional tone and more depth to the the thing. I find, like I saw some of the recent Def Leppard things and stuff, uh, the, the band sounded great, and the basic overall tone was good. I, I just found the guitars being very one-dimensional, you know, like not very deep-sounding, you know. They, they, they sounded good, but just kind of flat, like a piece of metal in front of you or something you know just like flat and uh, and when you look at their their catalog like say Def Leppard and you 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 hear some of the sounds on like pyromania and things like that you you know it's there's a lot of depth to the guitars and they were cleaner and they weren't as distorted and things like that and and I and I think you're losing something you're also losing something from the uh, from the experience uh i don't think uh with a modeler direct you can necessarily feel the same things you would feel with playing with an amp that had a little not necessarily super loud but just had a little oomph behind you i think you're you're more motivated or more um inspired by that oomph in your music you know and um i i don't like those quiet stages. They're just just awful to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're sitting far enough back, you can just hear everything. Maybe if the sound guy even still puts the guitar in the in the sound system, you know, I I don't know. It's it's kind of horrible these days. Mm. If you go see a bunch of bands though that on a bill, and you see one band that uses amps, and then you see all the rest are using modelers, you will definitely notice a difference. If they're all on the same bill at the same time you're watching them, I've seen that. You will notice a difference. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I think we've gone through all the super chats. Uh, if I missed anybody, I'm really sorry. I think I've gone through them all. Um, so our next guest is going to be on the 25th, which is a Saturday at 1 p.m. with uh, Eastern with Luca. From Red Seven Amps, yeah, uh, which will be great, and and then we'll uh, we'll have some more guests coming on soon. So, sounds and, great. And again, make sure you guys check out Sweetwater and FixPedalBoards.com. And uh, yep, uh, check out Sweetwater even if you need a pick. <laughs> yeah, you know, use our link and it helps out the show a little bit. Um, we'd appreciate it. Um, but you know, buy a Bracosti instead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look them up with our link, please. Buy two. Buy two. <laughs> buy two. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great night. Uh, All right, guys. See you later. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Awesome. Bye. Bye.